guys are having a good night, um, and if you are having a rough time sleeping, um, I hope this really helps, um, and, um, so let's just, let's just relax on our backs, and, um, enjoy the story, and, um, you can, um, picture in your mind as you close your eyes, and as you start falling asleep, what's going on, so without further ado, let's get into chapter five of Because of Win dixie <laughs> Start reading um, because of Win Dixie by Kate Camillo, Chapter Five. Win Dixie couldn't stand to be left alone. We found that out real quick. If me and the preacher went off and left him by himself in the trailer, he pulled all the cushions off the couch and all the toilet paper off the roll. So we started trying, trying him up, tying him up outside with a rope. When we left, that didn't work either. When Dixie howled until Samuel, until Samuel, Samuel, Mrs. Detweller's dog started howling too. It was exactly that kind of noise that people in the all-adult trailer park do not like to hear. He just doesn't want to be left alone, I told the preacher. That's all. Let's take him with us. I can understand the way when Dixie felt. Getting left behind probably made his heart feel empty. After a while, the preacher gave in, and every and everywhere we went, we took Win Dixie, even to church. The Open Arms Baptist Church of Naomi isn't a regular-looking church. The building used to be a pick-it-quick pick store, and when you walk in the front door, the first thing you see is the pick-it-quick motto. It's written on the floor in, in little tiny red tiles. <clears throat> That make big that make great big letters that say pick 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 quick quick quick. The preacher tried painting over those tiles, but the letters won't stay covered up. And so the preacher has just given up and let them be. The other thing about the open arms Baptist open arms that is different from other churches is that there is it aren't, aren't any uh, pews. People bring in their own fold-up chairs and lawn chairs, and sometimes, and so sometimes, it looks more like the congregation is watching a parade or sitting at a barbecue instead of being at church. It's kind of a strange church, and I thought Winn-Dixie would fit right in. The first time we brought Winn-Dixie to the open arms, the open arms, the open arms, the preacher tied him outside the front door. Why did we bring him all? All the way here, just to tie him up, I asked the preacher. Because dogs don't belong in churches, Opal, the preacher said. That's why he tied He tied when Dixie up to a tree and said how there was a lot of shade for him and that it ought to do work, that it ought to work out real good. Well, it didn't. The, pre the service started and there was some singing and some sharing and some praying. And then the preacher started preaching, and he wasn't but two or three words into his sermon when there was a terrible howl coming from outside. The preacher tried to ignore it. Today, he said, Ow! said Win Dixie. Please, said the preacher. Ow! said Win Dixie back. Friends, said the preacher. Ow! 
wailed Winn-Dixie. Everyone turned in their lawn turned in their lawn chairs and fold up chairs and looked at one another. Opal, said the preacher. Oh said Winn-Dixie. Yes, sir, I said. Go get that dog, he yelled. Yes, sir, I yelled back. I went outside and united Winn-Dixie, and he brought him inside, and he sat down beside me and smiled and smiled up at the preacher, and the preacher couldn't help it. He smiled back when Dixie had the effect on him, and so that preacher started in that pre- so the preacher started in preaching again when Dixie sat there listening to it, wiggling his ears this way and that, trying to catch. catch all that words all the words and everything would have been all right except that a mouse a mouse ran across the floor the open arms had um, had mice they were there from when it was a picket quick from when it was a picket quick and there were lots of good things to eat in the buildings building and when the picket Pick it quick became the Open Arms Baptist Church of Naomi. The mice stayed around to eat all the leftovers, all the leftover crumbs from the potluck suppers. The preacher kept on saying he wasn't going to have to do something about them, but he never did. Because the truth is, he couldn't stand the thought of hurting anything, even a mouse. Well, when Dixie saw that mouse, and he was up and after him. One minute, everything was quiet and serious, and the preacher was going on and on and on. And the next minute, when Dixie looked like a furry bullet shooting across the building, chasing that mouse, he was barking and his feet were skidding all over the place, all over the polished picket quick floor. And people were clapping and hollering and pointing. They really went wild when, when Dixie actually caught the mouse. I have never seen a... In my life, seen a dog catch a mouse," said Miss Nor- Nordley. She was sitting next to me. "He's a special dog," I told her. "I imagine so," she said. When Dixie stood up there in front of the whole church, wiggling his tail and holding the mouse real careful in his mouth, holding on to him tight but not squishing him, I believe that mutt has got some retriever in him," said somebody behind me. That's a hunting dog. When Dixie took the mouse, took the mouse over to the preacher and dropped it at, at his feet. And when the mouse tried to get away, when Dixie put his paw right on the mouse's tail, then he smiled at the preacher. He showed him all his teeth. The pre- the preacher looked down at the mouse. He rubbed his nose. Uh, he looked at when Dixie. He looked at me. He rubbed his nose. It got real quiet in the picket quick store. Picket quick. Let us pray, the preacher finally said. For this mouse. Everybody started laughing and clapping. The preacher picked up the mouse by it by the tail and walked and threw it out the front door of the picket quick, and everybody applauded again. Then he came back, and we all prayed together. I prayed for my mama. I told God how. Much she would have enjoyed hearing the story of when Dixie catching that mouse. It would have made her laugh. I asked God if maybe I could be the one to tell her that story someday. 
And then I talked to God about how I was lonely in Naomi because I didn't know that many kids, only the ones from church. And there, there weren't that many kids at the open arms, just Dunlap and Stevie Dewberry, two brothers who weren't twins but looked like they were, and Amanda Wilkinson, whose face was always pinched up like she was smelling something real bad, and Sweetie Pie Thomas, who was, always, who was only five years old and still mostly a baby, and none of them wanted to be my friend. Anyway, because they probably thought I'd tell them, I would, I'd tell on them to the preacher for every little thing they did wrong, and then they would get in trouble with God and their parents. So I told God that I was lonely, even having Win Dixie, and I finally I prayed for the mouse, like the preacher suggested. I prayed that he didn't get hurt when he went flying out that door of the Open Arms Baptist Church of Naomi. I prayed that he landed on a nice, soft patch of grass. Alrighty. So, um, we will read the next chapter, which is chapter 6, in uh, the next podcast. Um, so yeah, I hope you guys get a good night rest, and if you're already sleeping, I hope you sleep well. If you're not sleeping, I still hope you sleep well, and that you enjoy listening to the next chapter. Alright, good night everyone.